Welcome to Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Marty teaches us verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book, through the Word of God. To listen to any of these messages in their entirety or to find out more about our fellowship, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Let's listen in to today's message, and may the Lord richly bless you. What have I to ask beside? Can I doubt His tender mercy? Who through life has been my guide? There are cities in the United States alone that there are strongholds, oppression of certain religions, of certain sins. You, you can think of several right now. For time's sake, I won't go into all that. But understand, there are demonic forces who rule over. They are powerful, and they rule over geographic areas because they've been given permission by the activities of the people in that place. That's the first one, principalities. He then adds the word powers, but it's exosia in Greek. And this is a very specific word because it's more personal. This means not to rule over a region, but to rule over a person. It means mastery or to control, to take liberty or power, and it can even mean superhuman. Well, if you know anything about demon possession, remember when we were studying Mark chapter 5, the demoniac, that man that was in the caves, they would bind him in chains and he would break the chains. Superhuman strength. And look, it's, this is not fantasy. This is not a Disney movie. This is real. If you've ever been around demon possession, I tell you, I have seen people who display strength that I, you can't explain and activities you can't explain. It's real. It's not fantasy. And these powers, they're seeking to possess and oppress people. Now, I want you to also understand a true Christian, a true believer in Christ, one filled with the Holy Spirit, cannot be possessed by a demon. No matter what people tell you, because greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. It's already occupied. But the confusing thing in this world, in this nation, is this. There are a lot of fake believers. There are a lot of people who are going to miss heaven by 18 inches. You've heard that. Between the head and the heart. They know about Jesus. You know, and, I, and I used to use this example, but now it'll probably get edited, so I'll probably have to edit it out. But do you guys know I know Donald Trump? Do you guys know that? I mean, he doesn't know me. <laughs> but I know him. Well, that's, that's the problem with many believers. They know about Jesus. They know Jesus. But he doesn't know them. And what's Jesus going to say? Depart from me. I never knew you. You worker of iniquity. So don't get, be confused when, when you see these people who say, I was a Christian for 20 years and I walked away. No, you weren't. I'm sorry. Maybe you were. Maybe you're in a backslidden state. That's a different story. But Christians, while we cannot be demon-possessed, we can be oppressed. And we give permission through our actions. That's why it says be sober, be vigilant. Whatever sin you hold on to, that's the door that the enemy will use. And he'll try to convince you, to, you can hold on to that one sin. You've done so good in the 99 others. Just hold on to that one. But it's the enemy. He wants to oppress you. And he wants to send these exosia, these powers to, to oppress you and keep you out of the battle. That's his whole goal. But then we also see Paul says that it's against the rulers of the darkness of this age. Some translations say the darkness of this world. Both are correct. This is speaking of ruling authorities, demonic forces that rule in political spheres. 
They're in the ears and the hearts and the minds and they possess the politicians and those who do all of the bidding of governments around the world. It's very specific, which is why we need to pray. We have people in this, in this congregation, in this fellowship who are working in those arenas all the time and we need to pray for them because they're going up against enemies you can't fathom, just like that one. You're going against things that, that you don't really understand. It's, you know, as someone who worked in that arena for a while, it's very demonic. Because Satan wants to control the governments of the world. Remember, he offered those kingdoms to Jesus. And so we need to pray now as we get closer, because we even have someone who's running for office. As we get closer to that, we'll pray for them as a congregation. But begin praying now, even for all those who work in the arena, and do your due diligence. Vote and pray for the leaders. Could you imagine if the church in America was so committed, true born-again believers, if we were so committed that we decided for seven days straight we were going to fast and pray earnestly for the president? <laughs> I'm going to get tarred and feathered in Idaho. But here's the thing. It's true. Imagine if we would get on our faces before the Lord and pray earnestly like that. Imagine what would happen. Because again, if you see them, they're not your enemy. We're always wrestling against the wrong thing. We're always trying to go physical first. We need to be spiritual first. Seek the Lord and His power. Seek His leading. If you can see them, they're not your enemy, although it's fun to sometimes scream at the TV. And I also know this, look, not to get too much political today, but you know, God doesn't have a political party. You've heard me say this, God doesn't have a political party, but Satan does, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, and I don't think I need to mention which parties are which, but it's true. And so we need to be those who are prayerful who seek to fight the battle in the spiritual realm before we ever look to fight anything in the physical realm. Again, if you can see them, they're not your enemy. And then he finishes with this. Then it, we're also to battle against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Well, what does that mean? Well, in the language, what it means is this is all the New Age mysticism and all the fallen angel religions of the world, which are now creeping into the church, by the way. Do you know that? Do you know how many churches are now caving to these false religions of fallen angels? Mysticism. Now, here's the thing. I blame the church. Because here, here's what is true about us. We are physical, yes, but we are also spiritual beings. And we crave spiritual things. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. We crave the spiritual, and yet you have whole churches shunning that stuff and throwing it out because it makes them nervous and it makes them feel uncomfortable. And they kick out all the gifts of the spirit. Well, those have ceased. And they bind anything that's spiritual. Well, nature abhors a vacuum. Something's going to fill it. And so you have Christians running to and fro to other spiritual practices because the church is kicking the spirit out and spiritual things. We crave spiritual things. And so what happens? These fallen angels, these religions are welcomed into the church. Right now, we have practices in the church, quote unquote, of things called Christian tarot cards. Are you kidding me? Christian mediums, Christian readings... Oh, okay, medium, you're talking to Satan and his minions. You're talking to demonic forces. You're talking to like spirits. You want to talk about opening yourself up to oppression? Christian, start diving into New Age mysticism and these false religions. There's nothing quicker. You will have demonic entities oppressing you at every turn. And it's happening everywhere right now in the church. And New Age pastors are teaching New Age philosophy in so-called Christian church. It's evil. It's heresy. But it's a result of our condition. And that's what Paul is talking about here. That's what these wickedness, these wicked things are in heavenly places, in the spiritual realm. 
And so Paul is telling us, he's telling us this is the battle, Satan's the head. He is leading the charge, and he is trying to devour you. And he uses these four different forces, powerful demons and demonic forces controlling whole geographic regions, demonic entities oppressing and possessing millions of people who give them footholds and strongholds, demonic dark forces influencing and controlling world leaders, whispering in their ears, possessing them, oppressing them, making them do the bidding of Satan, and fallen angelic beings using spiritual seduction to draw people into occultic practices and idolatry to open them up to possession and oppression. Do you see it's a battle? Do you understand it's a battle? Don't be ignorant to this fact. It will destroy you if you don't understand what you are fighting against. You can't just be an easygoing Christian in this world, especially now. So many people, I just wanted to go back to normal. I just want to float. I just want to be casual. You can't. I mean, you can. But what do you think is going to happen? If you think about the lies that are being perpetrated, it's nothing new. It's the same lie. It's the same lie, and we're going to look at that because in the first element of armor, we're going to see that fact. Paul told us, though, in verse 11, to put on the whole armor of God. He then tells us the enemy we're facing in verse 12, and then in verse 13, he's going to tell us again to put it on. It's almost as if he's saying, I told you to put on the armor. I told you why to put it on. Now, Christian, put it on. <laughs> he's repeating himself. And also, Ephesians 6, 13 says this, Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. There's a second time. Stand. But right off we see that we are to put on the whole armor of God, not part of it, for the what? To be able to withstand in the evil day. What is the evil day? Have you ever thought about that? What is the evil day? Today. <laughs> it's right now. It's every day. But know this, it's, again, going to get worse according to Scripture. Unlike these false doctrines that claim the church is going to usher in some beautiful time of, you know, we're going to usher in the kingdom of God. It's not true. That's not what Scripture declares. We need to be ready. And it also means when those attacks come, when those temptations come, that's why you need the full armor of God so that you're able to stand. And this means not to falter, not to curl up in a fetal position, not to run from the battle, not to melt like a snowflake. This means you stand. You stand in His power and in His strength. And remember, it's His armor too. It's all His Paul then gives us the first two pieces of armor in Ephesians 6.14. Stand, notice that, the third time. Therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness. It all starts with truth. The belt of truth. The belt of truth. In this day and age, what's happened to truth? Uh, you know, remember when we looked at, at Pilate's discussion with uh, Jesus. Truth. He said, what is Truth. And it's the world, the world saying the same thing these days. What is truth? It's relative. My personal truth is not your personal truth. Until you talk to these people and you say, okay, well, my personal truth is I'm going to come to your house and I'm going to steal everything you have and I'm going to beat you to a bloody pulp. And they're like, wait, no, no, no. Wait, that's my personal truth. What's wrong, buddy? <laughs> See, truth is not relative. Thank God truth exists because I wouldn't get on an airplane if truth didn't exist. This has been Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to hear this message again, or any other in their entirety, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Our fellowship meets in Southeast Nampa, 
and our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. For more information visit our website. Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you. Hi folks, Pastor Marty here. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the teaching today. You know, it's my prayer that it's encouraged you to continue faithfully in the study of God's Word. I think it's so crucially important that these days the body of Christ stay in grounded and anchored in the Word of God as the world around us is sinking in the waves of false doctrine and the opinions of men. If you are seeking a church family, a church home, and you live in the Southeast Nampa area, I want to personally invite you. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. and we currently meet at East Valley Middle School. That's right off Greenhurst and Happy Valley. If you want to find out more, if you have any questions, you need directions, you want to catch up on a message, or if you have a prayer request, just go to our website, golgothafellowship.org. Let me help you spell that. It's G-O-L-G-O-T-H-A fellowship.org. Until next time, may God bless you and remember to hold fast.